Backstage Pass is made possible by Mauer Productions on Stage, supporting community theater in central New Jersey. Hello and welcome to Backstage Pass, Central New Jersey's community theater podcast. I'm John Mauer and I'll be moderating this session where we will be discussing Perot Productions' presentation of Dames at Sea, being produced at the Kelsey Theater in West Windsor, New Jersey. Dames at Sea is a musical with book and lyrics by George Heimson and Robin Miller and music by Jim Weiss. The musical is a parody of the large, flashy 1930s Busby Berkeley-style movie musical in which the understudy steps into the role on Broadway and becomes a star. This delightful small cast show was first produced in 1968 and is best known as the show that introduced Bernadette Peters to the theater-going world. It's a silly, lovable, backstage show about a show with textbook characters and a score that will leave everyone humming and tapping. Here to talk about the production are producer-director Pete Labriola, musical director Lou Woodruff, vocal director Pam Sharpless, choreographer Kat Ross, who also plays the character of Joan, and Melissa Rittman, who plays Ruby in this production. Hello, thank you all for coming and speaking with us. Hello, John. Hi, hi, John. Okay, I guess we're going to be starting with Peter. Uh, with uh, the economy the way it is now, and a lot of production companies going for the uh, larger, better-known shows, what made you think about doing Dames at Sea? Well, we've never really tried to choose shows just based on what will bring out the most people. We look for things that the people who do come will enjoy, look for shows that have not been done, done to death everywhere, and shows that are going to be artistically adventurous or interesting for us to do. Now, where did you find Dames at Sea? I mean, did you just go searching for it in a catalog, or have you seen it before? No, I've seen it before. So I knew it, ex it existed, and mm -hmm. that was a, a very delightful little show, and, you know, with, with fun characters, a fun storyline, great music, and lots of dancing. Okay. When you decided to start on the show itself, what direction did you have for it? Which way were you going to go with it? Stick very much to the spirit of it that it was going to be, you know, where it's supposed to be light and it's supposed to be a lot of fun for the people who perform it as well as the audiences. Mm -hmm. Now, the show itself is a spoof of those lavish 1930s musicals, but your cast only has six. Now, did the original show only have six people? Yes, it did. And it has been done in some productions over the years by adding a chorus, where some companies, just to get more people on stage, have thrown in a chorus for some of the large production numbers. But the original show was done with only the six, which is what we've stuck with. Now, you have six people on stage, but the, for the music part of it, I'm going to go to Lou on this one. It's a spoof of the lavish 1930s musicals, always very big and always very uh, broad. In this case, though, we don't have that in the music either, do we? Well, originally, when the show uh, hit its first run, it did use a full orchestra. And in fact, those parts are still available. However, we're doing it with a six-piece combo. And the reason, or two reasons, actually. On the one hand, I think it actually brings out the dynamics of the parody even more greatly. Because what we're doing now is taking what would have been a great lavish thing, and we're catching the same dynamic using a smaller group. In fact, we're reading off of the same musical score, and uh, I think generating the same energy. While we're using six plus me, and I don't always count. <laughs> so the music end and there's the vocal end of it so Pam how did you prepare for this to get the, the actors ready well I'm very fortunate to have such a gifted cast to work with so vocally it's been an easier job for me I think to put it together 
Was there anything specific about this show? I mean, anything about the songs themselves that either made it tougher or easier to do? Well, I think what's fabulous is that we have the the basic love songs, the ballads. We have a couple of great company numbers that tap and sing, and I think uh, you're going to leave the theater just humming the songs from the show. Mm -hmm. Now you talked about tap, and we happen to have Kat here, who's the choreographer. Now, the 1930s was the big heyday of the lavish tap musicals, so uh, how did you prepare for this? Well, most shows that are done now, as Pete was saying, are the more new musicals, the big popular musicals, and this is something that has such a variety of dance involved in, in the tapping alone. There's also um, songs that emulate the Ginger Rogers, Fred Astaire style of dancing. Um, so it was a lot of just research of the musicals of that day. I'm a child of the 80s, so I had to go back about 50 years and just look it up, and it was great. It was adventurous, and it was um, a lot of fun to do. And I asked around, I teach at two studios, so asking, you know, some of the people who were more veterans of, you know, the tap side of, of dance. You have the six actors on stage. How many of them were tappers <laughs> when you started? <laughs> Everybody can tap. <laughs> um, it's just at what level they were at. We have, a, we have a large array of levels of tappers coming into this. And I felt it was my job to make everybody comfortable at a certain level which is if I had to bring some of the more advanced tappers down and the novice tappers up and just fit them all where they're comfortable and the sounds are strong. And uh, everybody now, I can say, is a true tapper <laughs> after working on this show. Now you're doing double duty in this show, not only as choreographer, but also in the show as the character Joan, right? Yes. Um, that's been an adventure in itself coming into the show uh, about a week a week ago about a week and a half before we open um, the unfortunate loss of a cast member and uh, it's you know I'm very blessed to have a lot of help um, a lot of positive um, feedback from the cast production staff and I was lucky enough to come in with this for my first time choreographing with uh, an assistant somebody who wanted to learn the ropes a fellow teacher at one of my studios learn the ropes of choreography so pulling her through it and it's given her a chance to really step up and, and clean up some of what I've done now that I, I don't have that set of eyes. I'm on stage and I can't always see what's going on at this point. So for this tech week, um, it's been a big help to have her just taking notes last minute. <laughs> now you mentioned uh, the support you had from your fellow cast members and we happen to have one here, Melissa Rittman who plays Ruby. Hi. Uh, so Melissa, you stepped into the role of Ruby, which is the role that Bernadette Peters had when it first was produced. How does that feel? Well, I actually never really thought about it that way. Like, I knew she was the role of Ruby, but I didn't really, like, research how she did it. I was actually told to stop listening to the CD by Pam because I have this weird ability to sound exactly like the person on a CD. When I was younger, I used to sound exactly like Jasmine in Aladdin. And it's nothing I really try to do. It just happens. So I was told not to listen to the CD anymore. So hopefully I don't sound like Bernadette anymore. Okay, now from the point of view of everybody, how's this cast gelling together? In a small cast musical like this, it's the whole interaction between the cast members that, that sort of brings the whole thing home for the audience. It's, it's gotten a lot, lot stronger since a week ago because we all had to pull together so much. Like I came and helped Kat run lines early a couple times and I mean, we just gel a lot better, like you said. We, we have a great group dynamic. We like each other. 
Definitely. It's always nice. <laughs> Six is a nice number. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would have to say this is certainly one of the closest, most together cast that I've seen in years. At the moment, we don't have any drama. <laughs> <laughs> so what else is coming up on uh, Perot's schedule? Well, the next thing up will be the uh, Neil Simon Sunshine Boys in February, and then back to musicals in June. Well, end of, very end of May, beginning of June, we'll be doing Sweeney Todd. Well, also in the cast are Kathy Lee Bars as Mona, Jim Petro as Dick, John Ragazzo as Lucky, Melissa Rittman as Ruby, as we have here, mm -hmm. and Joe Zedney as Hennessy and the Captain. Performances will be at the Kelsey Theater on the West Windsor campus of Mercer County Community College on October 17th, 18th, 24th, and 25th at 8 p.m., and October 19th and 26th at 2 p.m. Go to www.kelsey.mccc.org or call 609-570-3333 for further information and reservations. I want to thank you all for taking the time to talk to me. Oh, you're welcome. Pleasure. Thank you. For Backstage Pass, I'm John Maurer. Thanks for listening.